and this is Sip, Sip of Success. Success. Welcome back, everyone. Um, so guess what? Winter break is over, in case you haven't figured it out yet. Matt, did you know that winter break was over? Yeah, sadly. Yeah, I know. I'm really kind of really sad about it. Happy yeah. first week back. Yeah, how's your how's your first week back good. been going? Pretty good. good. Yeah, I'm did you get all everything settled till this week was good? Mm-hmm. Got what right. you were supposed to yeah. be done? No? Busy, yeah. Busy? Yeah. So this week is a fun time, y'all. But with that, um, on that on that note, we are talking today about how to set the semester up for success. Because, yes, syllabus week has already passed. But we still are in the in-between time next week where it's like, oh, we have MLKJ Day. Um, if that's the day you can get your stuff together, um, and we need to start thinking about setting the semester up for success, what we can do, how productive we can be, stuff like that. But before, let's drink, think about our coffee. So, what are we sipping on today, Matt? We're sipping on some Dunkin'. Yes. Uh, that you graciously bought us. Thank you. You're welcome. I got up really early this morning to drive all the way to Dunkin' Donuts. Um, so I got a... Iced coffee with cream and caramel swirl. It's really good. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a big Dunkin' girl. Mine's okay. And that's what you asked for. You like you don't. No, it's good. What'd no, you get? Just iced coffee. With hazelnut in it. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta mention to the viewers what's yeah. in it, Matt. Come Just on. Just hazelnut coffee. It's good. Yeah, it's good. I love Dunkin'. So it's fine. Do you like Dunkin' better than Starbucks? No. no? Ew, y'all. Why am I doing a podcast with this kid? I'm getting so much better than Starbucks. Okay. Well, I say it's really good. Um, it's Everyone's had Dunkin' Donuts coffee, I hope. If you haven't, run to your nearest Dunkin' Donuts and try the iced coffee because it's beautiful. Um, okay, Matt. So how have you set your semester up for success so far? Yeah. So I've been back for a while because I had to mm-hmm. come back early for, for training and yeah. stuff. But I think last semester, I didn't set myself up early enough. Mm-hmm. So felt rushed. What? felt like rushed. Yeah, yeah. felt rushed. But I'm glad because I, like I came back early last semester for training too, like mm. two or three weeks. But this semester, I really wanted to like I'm in charge of recruitment for my business mm. fraternity, so all break I was working. But in terms of class schedule, this semester I'm taking all morning classes, That's which is amazing. Actually nice. I'm so yeah. proud of you. But one thing that I did this semester that I didn't do until like a couple weeks in last semester, and I've mentioned this website on the podcast before. But Syllabuddy, remember Syllabuddy? Yeah, I love Syllabuddy. As our um, website of the day a couple mm-hmm. of months back. Syllabuddy, I know I mentioned it before, but just everyone knows again. Syllabuddy is like my favorite website for uploading. So you upload your syllabus into it, and it basically puts it in your either Google Calendar, Outlook Calendar, or you can put it in your um, Apple Calendar. But it's great because you put it put it in there, and like it automatically puts everything onto your calendar for you. So like every single class, I've got all my assignments, tests and whatnot, mm-hmm. like word for word from the syllabus. Mm-hmm. That way you don't have to go- keep going back and looking at the syllabus over and over again. So I did that, which is, I think my that's like my favorite thing to do. Um, and then also just like putting everything, I use Google Calendar like we mentioned before. Yeah, we both do. Which is my favorite thing. But I uh, to get ready for the semester, I think one thing that, and that you do really good at is just like, like you said, having a mindset for success. Oh, 100%. Yeah. In terms of like getting ready for the semester and whatnot. Mm. But like, I, I like to ask you, what do you do to stay motivated at the beginning of the semester? So I am really kind of, 
I guess at this point in the semester, at this point, I really don't have that much motivation. As some of you may or may not remember from, I think I said it the last um, episode, I've been studying for the MCAT. So I've been in Columbia over break, um, working at the Student Success Center and studying for 10 hours straight. So my motivation is kind of low. And I noticed that last week as I was preparing for classes. Um, so well, I, I've been trying to kind of going through it and exploring ways that I can kind of combat that. And the way that I found the best for me is gym time. Like, yeah. I, again, I've said it at least 600 times in this podcast that the gym keeps me together. Um, but making sure that I schedule it in my day so I can look forward to when I'm going to be at the gym um, kind of gives me some motivation to get through my day. And then also, um, I've really been motivated by listening to the MCAT podcast. It's a podcast um, by, I think his name is Dr. Gray, Dr. which I mean, I know is like Gray's Anatomy. Someone, someone's like fangirling right now, but um, Dr. Hold up y'all, I'm looking right now. I don't, I'm not sure actually what his name is. Um, oh, it's Brian, um, Dr. Brian. And it's really good to kind of like hear what like get in the mindset of I'm walking the class like let me listen to this podcast about the MCAT it's just like a small thing a really th- something that is not that significant like you 10 minute walk to class everybody does it everybody walks 10 minutes in between classes but really kind of keeps me in the mindset of oh this is something that I have to do this is something that I'm constantly being productive and by constantly being productive especially first thing in the morning when you're walking to class I think it really sets me in the right mindset for the day um so another thing that I've been doing which is stupid I read on like a a self-help website thing or like a self-help Instagram or maybe even Lord TikTok not that I want to admit that um that if you make your bed in the morning you feel more motivated and I've been doing it and y'all I've actually been like more motivated I don't know what it is but you know I'm, I'm gonna roll with it whatever TikTok person that gave me that like yeah one thing that I do want to ask you too is with staying motivated in like getting ready for the semester, do you find that having a routine is good or like not having a routine? I think in college, how do you do it? Like routines are really hard Mm -hmm. because like our classes aren't going to be at the same time every day. If that makes sense. I think it's more, um, like I, if I can have a routine, I love a routine. Like this summer I would work eight hour days, Monday through Thursday, or excuse me, 10 hour days, Monday through Thursday. And then I'd go to the gym and then I'd watch, an episode of TV and then I'd fall asleep. Like that was a beautiful routine because you got to do everything that you needed to do. Um, you had time limits, time constraints on yourselves. But in college, it's really hard for me to maintain. However, I like to um, go through my Google Calendar because Matt and I both use it. Um, yeah. And I look through all the white space. And when there's white space, I like to think sort of in the morning ahead of like what I'm going to be doing. So if I have, um, after I volunteer Tuesdays from, um, from 8 to 12, I have um, almost three-ish hours until my biochemistry class. So in that three hours, I need to study this part of the MCAT book, or I need to prepare for biochem in this way, or I need to make myself lunch. Like just going ahead and like knowing what those free spaces are, what you can do in between them um, to really get yourself going, I think is really important. Yeah, um, especially when you're really busy, I think. Oh, 100%. Like the white space, like, is like the best said, space. Is a good idea, yeah. And it gives you a moment to really calm down and think about it. And, you know, like, if you've already thought about it, it kind of relieves the stress. Like, if I already know, even if it's, like, you have to read two chapters of the um, math and physics Kaplan book, like, 
that is fine if I know that in advance and I cannot, I don't dread it as much if I already schedule the time out for it. Because if it's nine o'clock after I get back from the gym and I'm going to drive to the library like I normally do, that's another thing, y'all. If you don't have motivation, the days that I'm like, I don't want to do work, I immediately force myself, even if it's just for three hours, I drive to the library. Like I cannot work in my room or in my apartment setting room. I drive yeah. myself to the library. I force myself to go. Um, but finding a space to st- to study, study. it's yeah. so important yeah. oh absolutely especially now like syllabus week there have been a lot of distractions have you noticed that matt mm-hmm. like there is. everybody's throwing back to welcome parties and like back to school stuff but by like forcing myself to say oh no hey guys i'm going to the library and for those of y'all that don't know this is my number one productivity tip saving yourself some money um so bull street garage opens their gates at 11 p.m mm-hmm. So I will go in Bull Street Garage and then I physically cannot move my car until 11 without having to pay for it. And, you know, I'm at the library pretty much every night. Um, so, or every night slash yeah, day. Yeah, and you work there too. So. Yeah, and I work, exactly, Matt and I work there. So it's just like really easy to do. Um, but I cannot, if I'm there for eight hours, then that's $8. And if I do that every day, that's a substantial amount of money. Mm-hmm. So I sort of like force myself into being like, okay, when it's 11, I can leave. But if I'm feeling good, like if it's a day that I don't have class at 8 or 5, then I'm like, okay, maybe I can stay a little bit later, you know? Yeah. So one thing too, I want to ask you. So going off, we're talking about, I know general semester motivation, uh-huh. but what about like day-to-day motivation? So like when you're doing an assignment or something, how do you stay motivated or committed to the task that's at hand for you. So if you're doing something and you're just like, you don't see the point in it, how do you keep yourself motivated? Um, I like to think, and I think Matt can back me up in this, I like to think about things things not in terms of, um, like, like for example, I'm taking, I'm public health, so I'm taking a, um, a health economics class, which I was like, mm-hmm. ugh, disgusting, economics. There's a reason I'm not in a business school, it's because I think, all of that stuff, while important, is just not something that interests me, but by kind of, like, forcing myself and saying, oh, hey, I need to know this because, again, adding the reasoning behind something that you need to know, um, I need to know this because, as a doctor, I'm going to be directly dealing with patients who are not going to be able to afford Mm -hmm. their bills, or I'm going to be dealing with insurance companies, I'm going to be dealing with these individuals who um, may not know their rights, stuff like that, like, thinking about it in long term, knowing that this isn't a class that's really important, um, I've actually come to find it kind of interesting because it really has provided a different sort of point of view for what I want to do and, like, my goals in life. So, like, that that class is an online class. It has, a, like, a consistently 10 assignments per module, which is, yeah. like, in my mind, that is way too much. But by knowing that it's important, by knowing that if I do it one at a time and I start early because they're due in, like, at the end of the week. So it'll be, like, um, like my first assignment is due January 21st. Um, and, or my first module is due January 21st, I can kind of see what I need to do, how I need to do it, and then sort of pace myself and spread it out. Now, here is where, um, a thing that I just started doing this semester has really come into hand, in handy. So it is a, I'm actually going to pull it out so Matt can have a visual for what I'm looking at. Sorry guys, you don't get visuals, but Matt can. Um, that's my assignment schedule. So I go on Google, um, Drive or Excel, whatever you have. And I draw, I um, take all of my classes, all my syllabi, and I start doing them. I take each individual syllabi and I put it, or syllabus, I guess. 
for all of my assignments, like I said, it's really important to stay organized. It's really important to stay organized, especially at the beginning of the semester, because like you said about last semester, it kind of slips by you and then you realize you're missing deadlines, you're stressing yourself out. Um, so I do an assignment schedule and I take all the, the syllabi from all of my classes and I put it in the Excel sheet with the date, the class um, code, and then the assignment. Um, I also have heard of people adding like percentage of grade to it. I think that's a little excessive. I'm going to do my assignments regardless, but if you're someone that's very motivated by, oh, well, this is only 1% of my grade, so why do it? Then then go ahead and do whatever yeah. you need to do to motivate yourself. Um, but then if you just sort from A to Z with the months, it groups them after you have them all together. So it has like all of the Januarys and a lot, and they may not be, alpha, uh, they may not be in numerical order completely, but normally, um, they are, you, you at least have them all in one thing. And then from there, I will just go in manually and move things around until it's in like chronological order. So for my cl online class, uh, class that I'm taking, and then also for um, a lot of my other classes, it's nice to have this general overview of assignments too. So especially while I'm studying for the MCAT, I have like an MCAT schedule of doing like um, a chapter from each book a week, but it's kind of good to see, oh, okay, well, like for me, um, the week of March 3rd is a really rough week. I have four, like four exams. So that means that when I'm studying for my MCAT or when I'm studying for, if you're trying to go to law school, your LSAT, your GRE, whatever you're studying for, you're able to already go ahead and see that and determine when your bad weeks are, because it's not usually bad weeks people think of as exam weeks, which are, which is true. However, if you have an exam week and then you have 10 assignments due for your online class, you might not realize that in advance. So you might think, okay, well, I have two exams this week, mm -hmm. not understanding that you have a ton of work for this other class and that's going to take time away and you haven't managed your time properly. So, so far, I'm really enjoying the assignment schedule. Um, I also, in, it's, I put it in like a three-prong folder. I also print out all my um, syllabi and I tag them at the top like so, so that you can see which ones. Um, just with a little flag across the top, I wrote in like what it was. That way I can just pull them out really quickly and see... Um, which ones I need to get a hold yeah. of. So I know, I try, <laughs> well, you have to be. Mm -hmm. uh, it's really important to stay organized, especially we're so close to the beginning and like classes haven't really gotten hard yet. So if you do it now, then yeah. you don't have to worry about it later, right? Set yourself up for success. Mm -hmm. One thing that I like to do to stay motivated day to day, like on whatnot on like my task is like doing the five minute thing. So oh, yeah, if I you have it. five minutes to tackle one task, then go ahead and do it. So. And when you do those small tasks and you start knocking them off your list, because I write it, I like to write everything down, um, like on a whiteboard in my room, or just if I have, if I'm out, like have it on a note card or whatnot, or even on your phone on like the notes app, just like marking off every single time that you do something. And when you get that list down, you definitely feel more motivated. So just knocking stuff off your list. And two, I think I put all on my like um, to do list is getting ahead. So like doing this, like putting all my syllabus in. Like that's part of what I put on my calendar to do because it's important to like stay ahead and just like reviewing what you have coming up. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so I think that's a really great way to stay motivated day to day. Mm -hmm. But how do you keep yourself, one thing that I want to talk about too that I want to ask you is staying motivated in the long run. So not just the semester, but like how do you look at your big term goals and how do you relate it to classes like you said, mm -hmm. like a healthcare economics class? How do you stay motivated through that? Um. That is definitely a hard one 
and it really kind of varies um, depending on the week, I feel like, because when you have a harder week, it's harder to stay motivated in the long term. Um, one thing that I like to do and one thing that I love to do in success consultations specifically is we do a GPA calculator. And so I will ask the student or I will do it this again for myself and I'll go through my class and think, OK, realistically, what am I going to get in this class? Like knowing myself, knowing my study habits, like let's say um, physics. I don't really like physics that much. I'm sorry, y'all, if you do listening. It's not my thing. I'm okay at it, but I made a B plus last semester, so let's aim for a B plus again. Well, you do the calculation the first time with the B plus for physics, and you look at the effects on your GPA, and then you do a second um, calculation of your GPA, and you'll go through, okay, best case scenario, let's add everything um, let's add a half a, a grade point to everything. So let's say that instead of a B plus in physics, I made an A. And instead of a, let's think, or if I, like I've had students that have come in and said, oh, well, I think I'm going to make a C plus in the science or in this um, business class because that's not my major. Yeah. I don't really know what to do about business. Oh, okay, well, let's turn that C plus into a B and let's think about how we can do that. So in doing that calculation, it usually ends up taking like, a 3.5 to a 3.7 or around 0.2 grade points, not realizing that just even half of a grade has such a large effect on your GPA. Um, and so after I do that, I think, okay, well, what are ways that I can stay motivated this semester? What are ways that um, I can increase that? So if I'm in the library until 11, because that's when Bull Street Garage opens up, yeah. then I can say, okay, well, if I start another hour doing this part, I can increase my GPA by this percentage. So it's just like about doing the small term goals that ultimately in, uh, end up into mm -hmm. like larger things, such as things that are important like GPA. And also I specifically for this semester, I know that I'm a junior. I know that there are a lot of the juniors are doing taking standardized tests for going on. Um, I've told one of my best friends, shout out Claire, I love that girl, but she uh, she is like one of my main friends where we will go out or we'll go to pregames, things like that. She's one of my main friends that will distract me. Um, so I always make sure to tell her, hey, Claire, like, I love you and I want to see you, but maybe I can't spend as much time with you this semester. So if something comes up and it's um, something that might be done at night, but I should be in the library, then maybe let's not ask me except for one time a week. So it's yeah. like putting that self, that all my like limits with my friends has really kind of saying kind no. Of I've talked about yeah. that before. Because it's, it's easier. I have a very hard time saying no as... <laughs> Yeah, you so do too, Matt. Um, but if you kind of eliminate that and you don't even get the chance to say no, then there's not as much like guilt. Yeah. And also like, well, my big thing of saying no is like when friends like want to go eat out or something, and it's like you can't go just because it's expensive. Or finding alternative options. Yeah, that that's better. true. Um, I did um, want to talk about too. I think you brought up a good point. Is like you want to look at the long term goals. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. So like, and think like, why are you here? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like a really lofty thing yeah. to think about. But um, like, why are you here in college? Like, you want to go to med school. I want, like obviously I want to get a job. We both do. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. I think in high school, like one thing that I learned is I what didn't have a lot of motivation for uh, at least academics wise, because mm -hmm. um, I didn't think of the long term goal, but. Even thinking of the long-term goal, you have to look at your small-term goals, exactly. your day-to-day -day goals and whatnot. So people talk about the long-term goals, but you have to do the small-term goals and yeah. the short-term goals to get to that larger goal that you have, oh, or absolutely. the small task to get to the larger task at hand. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's really important. But like we said, it's hard. You all be gentle with yourself at this point. 
um, junior year and I guess even sophomore year are the hardest mm -hmm. I've heard that everyone has in college. So make sure you're being gentle with yourself. Again, there are a lot of resources available to you if you feel like you're struggling with your mental health. Um, the health center is always available. There are also uh, success consultations, which is what I do and what I love doing through my job. Um, so if you feel like you're really struggling this semester, you don't think you can get it organized, come and set up a success consultation um, through sc.edu slash success. And um, the success consultants will do their very best to help you get organized, uh, maybe help you find a little bit of that motivation that you're lacking, right? Yeah, no, I think it's a great, they, it, you guys give great advice. Yeah. And But also I think it's a really good idea, just to, even if you've done it before, I think it's a really great way to motivate yourself. Oh, 100%, because especially like, the success consultants we don't have all together but on from just like a one hour consultation and us like really directing you it seems like we have it together so it's really motivating yeah. i feel like i'm always motivated when i'm around someone that's really organized and really has their stuff together i think in the same way um it kind of forces someone to sit with you for an hour that's supposed to be really motivated supposed to be very organized and sort of motivates you into getting into that headspace yeah and so talking to about it's first week back yeah well, by the time this drops it'll be the second week but what are some we're talking about i know you're mentioning like the mental health resources oh yeah the success center but what are some other great things to hop on the first month of school so i'm i was thinking like my friends are talking a lot about like the group x classes i just found oh, out about 100%. these oh yeah, my gosh as a sophomore so what i know that the group x classes are like group fitness classes that you can take for what 20 bucks yeah, I think they're like $20, but you can also buy a pass, um, yeah. and it's really inexpensive, really and truly is very inexpensive, and again, you're paying for something, you're using your hard-earned money, like my motivation to go to stay in the library till 11, not having to pay for Bull Street, if you pay for the Group X passes, you're saying, well, I already paid for it, I might as well go. Yeah, and they're free through the 20th, right Are now. they? Okay, mm -hmm. good, good, good. So definitely take advantage of things like that. Oh, 100%. But I think, too, like you were mentioning, like, mental health thing, so... Yeah. Obviously, there's really great. I think people don't know about. There's also a podcast that the health center runs, which is awesome. Oh yeah, so shout yeah. Shout out to that. But um, they do the like group. I know we're talking about like group things. So the group therapy classes. Yes. So just like discussion based things, which are really great. I know they mm. talk about, and people don't really know about those. No, and then great. Um, Justina, who I've mentioned before, and I'd like to bring on. So if Justina, if you're listening, she's probably not, but <laughs> I'll have to get to her <laughs> an email. Um, Justina and Michael Crowley. They both do um, wellness-related things. Um, Quinn does more sexual health, so that might not be as relevant, but Justina does stress relief, um, like a stress consultation. She runs through how to manage your stress, thinking about things like meditation and yoga, um, but also like writing in a journal, having plant babies. And then Michael does food, exercise, um, general wellness things so that you can kind of get yourself, again, in the very motivating mindset of, oh, let's go to the stress consultation and let's see what else I can do that I'm not working because Matt and I even go to these things. I love utilizing campus resources. Yeah. I know Matt does because um, we're not the experts. It's we free. don't expect anyone yeah. to be the experts. Well, yeah, we're, we're paying for it. So you might as well go, y'all. <laughs> you might as well go. Um, there's also, which this isn't as relevant, but I think it's definitely good to, to keep in mind is that there are cooking classes that the health mm -hmm. center offers as well. Mm -hmm. I love them. Matt, let's take one together. I'll take one with you. Yeah. Amazing. Well, Aww. I don't have a meal plan. And I think I want to do a podcast too, just so you guys know the viewers out there about like prepping and whatnot, because I don't have a meal plan. I'm not, I don't cook. Oh, Matt, so, you don't have a meal plan anymore? Also, I live in a dorm. <laughs> How are you going to do making, that? Making you have to, Matt's going to live in our apartment. He's already told me that he wants to be a regular, uh, my apartment number that I just to almost cook. said on air. <laughs> <To cook. laughs> 
I'm just gonna walk in and Matt's asleep on our sofa, like cradling a well, spaghetti strainer, and I'm like, what is going on? I uh, all I have is a mini fridge. Oh, Matt. Okay, well, they're cooking classes and they're free, and the food is so good, y'all. I did one, and they it legit they were like little pizza roll ups, and I was like, why is this so delicious? And it was free, and I didn't have to get dinner yeah. on campus that mm-hmm. night. Like, there's resources campus resources Woo. So many get here, your semester started sure. off right matt and i mm-hmm. believe in you guys but i know we've done talking about a lot about motivation but what are some things that you want to see from the podcast and are we talking about some things i want to see one thing i want to do one about how especially for the freshmen out there and people that still live in residence hall is how to like prep food and like have mm. not have a meal plan when you live in a in a dorm you can't help but when you don't yeah. have a kitchen <laughs> yeah yeah that's important um i want to see something from you uh, you more investing i really yeah. want to mm-hmm. know how to invest mm-hmm. so i think that's something that is not very attainable for someone our age but i'm sure that there are ways we can spin it and make it attainable yeah i think that's really important i definitely want to do that too i also want to see one thing that i want to see that we're talking about next week i'm really excited for is goal setting so I the new wait. year new yeah. decade but we're going to be talking about goal setting. And obviously not a lot of people keep their goals. I know I definitely mm. have in the past. But having how to have attainable goals. Mm, it's really important. So and not these lofty ideals and, mm. and things. But just having attainable goals that you can actually achieve. And creating a plan for those goals. Oh, absolutely. So some smart goals that we'll have. Yeah, smart yeah, goals. definitely. But I'm really excited for that. But if you guys out there have any ideas for things that you want to hear from us. Yeah, Any guests know. that you want to see in I have things. a couple guests in mind too that I think I are gonna. Too. Yeah. They're gonna be. Yeah. We're gonna have. It's gonna be a good semester for summer success, mm-hmm. y'all. I also want to do something another internship one as well. Yeah, I think so that'll be useful. Definitely, and focus on a different mm-hmm. like subject area because I definitely want to hear more about. I know we do like entertainment things, so a lot of like J school type stuff. Other internships. But yeah. I want to see business, but also I want to hear more about like I don't. The only pre med person I know is you. So. Yeah, there's definitely like more volunteer opportunities. Um, we're going to talk about getting over-involved, because that's a problem that everybody suffers with, but specifically... Yeah, um, not everybody, but yeah, a um, lot of people. Either under, there's people that are under-involved and over-involved. people that are way over-committed. Have problems mm-hmm. saying no. I wouldn't know what that's like. Neither would Matt. But, yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to have a lot more... Um, I'd like to bring on a couple of professors yeah. to talk about yeah. like their ideals of success and how to get through the semester with them. So that'll be fun. You all can hear from some uh, scary people in the department. Some of them, I think. Yeah. So, but we're going to keep those names secret because they don't know that they're being called out right now. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're really excited for the semester. We hope you guys are too. But stay motivated and we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. This podcast is part of the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media Group's podcast and other student work on garnetmedia.org.